Welcome to the Purposeful Life Podcast, a podcast designed for the woman who desires to live out her wildest dreams. Everyone has a purpose in life, and within that purpose lies a unique talent just waiting to be expressed and shared with the world. I'm your host, Nora Knajian, Certified Health and Wellness Coach. I can't wait to talk all things wellness, lifestyle, psychology, and current events that impact our well-being with you. Hello, welcome back. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend and I hope you have an even better week moving forward. So last week, I uncovered what stress really is how it impacts our bodies psychologically and physiologically, what symptoms to look out for, and I shared some factors that influence our stress tolerance levels. In this episode, I'll share with you the importance of purposeful and intentional self-care, ways to practice it, and an exercise we can do together at the end. So what exactly is self-care? It could be anything that is for you that renews you. It's something that is done purposefully and intentionally. Self-care is different for everyone. For some, it's getting regular exercise, while for others, exercise is an obligation, not something they see as rewarding. Attending church, praying, or engaging in regular spiritual practices may also be an act of self-care. Self-care may be going out with friends or scheduling a regular date with your significant other. It can also be going on a nature hike or spending a few hours at the park with your dog. The point is, do whatever it is that leaves you feeling recharged and renewed purposefully. A common phrase I would hear, though not so much anymore because I've drilled it into my family, friends, and clients, is, I don't want to be selfish, which is understandable. No one wants to appear selfish. But engaging in self-care is not selfish. Let me repeat that. Engaging in self-care is not selfish. You can't do anything as well if you're worn out or running on empty. You won't have anything to give. Think about your oxygen mask as a metaphor. You got to put yours on first to help others. Or you'll only give a fraction of yourself to the given task, individual, or situation. Now, let me paint a picture for you. Imagine for a moment a person. It doesn't have to be you just any person. They work long hours most days, and often they may bring work home. This is true for many professions. Long hours, bringing work home, high stress and reactive work environment, constant exposure to the public and germs, maybe a virus. Now, this person, if they're not engaging in regular self-care, what might they look like halfway throughout the year? Often, they'll be tired, run down, crabby, low anger tolerance, getting sick frequently, and the list goes on and on and on. However, taking a couple hours each week to take care of yourself can combat this fatigue and irritability. You'll have more resources to pull from, more quote-unquote gas in the tank. With all that said, I want to share six ways to improve your ability to handle stress. You're going to want to write these down, but if you're driving, then just listen to it for now and come back to this later to take notes. Number one, get moving. Increasing your activity level is one tactic you can employ right now to help relieve stress and to start to feel better. 
Regular exercise can lift your mood and serve as a distraction from worries, allowing you to break out of the negative thought cycles that feed stress. Rhythmic exercises such as walking, running, swimming, and dancing are particularly effective, especially if you exercise mindfully. That is, focusing your attention on the physical sensations you experience as you move. Number two, connect to others. The simple act of talking face-to-face with another human can trigger hormones that relieve stress when you're feeling agitated or insecure. Even just a brief exchange of kind words or a friendly look from one person to another can help calm and soothe your nervous system. So spend time with the people who improve your mood and don't let your responsibilities keep you from having a social life. We're all busy, I get it, but your social network, your connection with others is pivotal, especially at times of crisis. If you don't have any close relationships or your relationships are the source of your stress, make it a priority to build stronger and more satisfying connections. Number three, develop a strong social network. It's important to have people you can confide in. Like I said, having caring and supportive people around you can act as a protective factor during times of crisis. While simply talking about a situation with a friend or loved one won't make your troubles go away, but it allows you to share your feelings, get support, receive positive feedback, and come up with positive solutions to your problems. Number four, engage your senses. Another fast way to release stress is by engaging one or more of your senses. Sight, sound, taste, smell, touch, or movement. The key is, find the sensory input that works best for you. Does listening to an uplifting song make you feel calm? Or smelling ground coffee? Or maybe petting an animal works quickly to make you feel centered? Everyone responds to sensory input a little differently, so experiment to find what works best for you. Number five, learn to relax. You have full permission to relax. You can't completely eliminate stress from your life, but you can control how much it affects you. Relaxation techniques such as yoga, meditation, and deep breathing activate the body's relaxation response, a state of restfulness that is the polar opposite of the stress response. When practiced regularly, these activities can reduce your everyday stress levels and boost feelings of joy and serenity. They also increase your ability to stay calm and collected under pressure. So get your rest. Feeling tired can increase stress by causing you to think irrationally. At the same time, chronic stress can disrupt your sleep. Whether you're having trouble falling asleep or staying asleep at night, there are plenty of ways to improve your sleep so you can feel less stressed and more productive and emotionally balanced. Number six, nurture yourself with a healthy diet. When you're stressed, it can be all too easy to neglect your own needs. Losing your appetite, ignoring exercise, and not getting enough sleep are all common reactions to a crisis situation. Focus on building your self-nurturance skills even when you're troubled. Make time for activities that you enjoy. Now, let's do a breathing exercise called the 444 breathing technique. To use the 444 technique, focus on the following breathing pattern. Empty the lungs of air. Breathe in quietly through the nose for four seconds. Hold the breath for four seconds and exhale out of the mouth for four seconds. 
This pattern aims to reduce anxiety and helps people get to sleep. Some people claim that the method helped them get to sleep within a minute. Let's just practice this together as I count the seconds for you. If you need more time, continue to practice this technique. Just pause this podcast and resume whenever you're ready. It might sound too simple to work, guys, but it is very powerful and has been practiced by millions of people. Though there is limited scientific research to support this method, there is a lot of anecdotal evidence to suggest that this type of deep, rhythmic breathing is relaxing and may help ease people into sleep. So let's do the exercise. Inhale through the nose for four seconds. Hold the breath for four. And slowly exhale out of the mouth for four seconds. Again, pause this podcast if you'd like to continue this breathing exercise and then just resume whenever you're ready. Now that we've performed this breathing technique together and have an understanding of why it might work, I would also like to share some free app suggestions with you that may help you relax and meditate. One that I use, and it's actually the devices in the room, so if I say it too loudly, it might turn on, but I use Alexa. There it goes. I don't know if you heard it play a uh, sound in the background, but if I'm having trouble sleeping at night, I love asking it to play ocean wave sounds for me and I'll set a timer for 15 minutes and within that 15 minutes, I I fall asleep because I don't remember ever having the music or the sound stop and I I like repeat that. So it's usually worked within 15 minutes. Aura A-U-R-A is one of my favorite ones for morning relaxation and meditating. Calm, it's an app that's also good for meditation and sleep stories. Lately, I've been using these two the most. Headspace, which is really good for not only meditation, but it has courses. There's a free version to all these and a paid premium version. And it has uh, courses and modules to work you through identifying um, specific stressful situations like feeling anxious or feeling overwhelmed or feeling panicky or uncertain, whatever, you name it. It has a really cool variety of courses and meditations. And I also use Abide. It's a Christian meditation app and I have the free version of that one. With Headspace, I have the paid version. But the Abide app I use in the morning, the free version has about a three-minute meditation, and that's usually all I need. It has the message and then a prayer at the end. If you just type relaxation or meditation into your phone app store or just Google it, you'll get a list of options. I wanted to keep this podcast relatively short and to the point. I hope it served you well. I hope these tips are helpful. Let me know which tip stuck out to you the most. And I would love to hear you send me suggestions and you can DM me on Instagram or write it in the comments. I'm always looking at new creative ways to practice self-care and reduce stress. So we've reached the end of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this episode was informative and educational. And if you already knew some of the stuff I was talking about, I hope that it was a reminder for you to take care of yourself and 
inspire yourself to practice new self-care techniques. And if you have old techniques that work for you, please share them with me. I'm always on the hunt for new methods and techniques and all things self-care. So I would love for you to share this with me on Instagram. Just tag me in your stories and I will share your posts with my audience. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you next week on building resilience. I can't wait. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Wait, wait, before you leave, I just want to thank you for being here and listening to this episode. I would really appreciate it if you could share this podcast with a loved one, colleague, classmate, whoever you'd like, because together we can help spread encouragement, education, and inspiration to help others live out their purpose-driven lives. Thank you again for tuning in this week, and until next week, be well.